Welcome once again to Unprofessional. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm joined, as always, by the handsome, talented, and surprisingly East Coast-based Dave Whiskus. Hi, Dave. Hello, Mr. Lex Friedman. Well, thank you, Dave. How are you enjoying the East Coast? I'm enjoying it. What, wait, what do you mean, how? <laughs> in what, in that's what all I way am I enjoying it? And Dave, I just meant are you, really? Are you enjoying oh. the East Coast? Yes. Uh, Dave is, is live and in person, not dead and in person, with uh, today's guest. He is in the apartment of past and present unprofessional guest Julian Q. Villard. Hello, Julian. How are you? How's it going, Lex? We're, we're, we're good in here. We had a pretty much horrific 20-minute <laughs> uh, technical delay. Everything's but, fine down here. We're just fine. But I think we're Thank up and you. running now. It sounds, How are you? you? You can hear us talking, right? Everything's cool. You sound wonderful. Your voice sounds smooth and velvety. That uh, is my As sound. listeners will realize, your sound's uh, too quiet compared to his, but still like being recorded, which is nice. We'll uh, work on this. We're going to work on this. We're going to get this entire episode. That's better. Yeah, he, Hi. maybe even too hot. Maybe okay. even a little too hot now. That should be my new Twitter bio. But, but we are recording Dave and Julian and okay. me live. We're live on a Google Hangout. People who are, are tuned in to the old Hangout, they can watch us live as we do it. There's a chat room going. People are talking. Syracuse is some amazing condescending Lex voice. But this is a special episode. We've never, we've never done a live episode without an in-person studio audience. This is different. This is a whole thing. I don't need to be on the camera the whole time. No, you don't. Well, you know, it's good. We got you. We got you on the camera so people can see Dave. It's I not can. just my face. Yeah, I'm leaning in. We really are in the same room right now. <laughs> Here we go. I move back. Hey, make it awkward. Are we Maybe. gonna make out? We're not gonna. We're totally not gonna make out. We have microphones between us. Yeah. One more technical now, uh, difficulty. I have. All right, lost that's good, right? Everybody can see us. The, the yeah, there we go. Oh, oh, there they are. Hi, they're back again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's not, not terrible. So, bit, Dave, what brings bit, you to... How are you in Julian's good, What are you doing in New York? Hi, Lex. Did, did we drop out again? I think the answer to that question is yes. Can no, you I not can hear, hear us, you. Lex? I just don't think you guys are hearing me. <laughs> yeah, we hear you. You're we just, hear you just fine. You, just, you should just talk. Okay, so I was asking, Dave, how did you end up in New York? What are you doing there? Um, I'm, I'm scouting. I'm shopping. I'm looking for apartments. Well... I should be clear. I'm looking for where I want my apartment to be. Do you have any leads yet? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been doing this weird thing where I've been staying in a different hotel every night, which turns out is a terrible idea, and I don't recommend anybody ever do that because you spend most of your day moving from one hotel to the next. Uh, but I've gotten to see a bunch of different neighborhoods here in New York, and uh, I've, I've got my senses of, of what I like and what I don't like. And we'll, I, I think I'm going to have to go home for a week or two and digest all of it and come up with some more thoughts. Mostly, I don't want to think, uh, say anything bad about Brooklyn because I'm in Brooklyn right now. So I'm going to say Brooklyn Julian, is awesome. Just in case uh, people haven't heard the first Julian Villard episode of Unprofessional, tell the folks who you are. Who is JV? Uh, I am a uh, New York City-based uh, singer-songwriter, piano player, but more importantly, I went to camp with Lex about 15 years ago. More importantly. <laughs> that is important. <laughs> that, that was his end. You didn't go... There was just a big camp reunion last weekend. Did you go to that thing? <laughs> I did not go. No, we just we I just saw I unfortunately am part of the independent late camp uh Facebook group and I got like notifications every 5 minutes about uh, 250 notifications about people waking up at camp, being drunk at camp, waking up late at camp. Yeah. It's like I don't know. Yeah, you, you I, can unsubscribe from those, you know. I guess so. I just I feel like maybe <laughs> yeah, but I didn't. Maybe it was a good thing that we missed. We missed uh we missed it. Can I can I get you guys talk? I want to get a beer. Can I get a beer? Is that all right? Go get a beer. All right. I'm going to get like a I got some like pretty Dave doesn't drink beer. So I'm just going to drink a no. beer. I just I just If you're see, drinking a beer, bring me a beer. Dude, I just see you on the hangout drinking like whatever you're drinking. I want I want to drink too. Heineken Light is what I'm drinking over here. Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm, I, you guys continue with talking with Dave about his New Yorkness. I'm going to I'm going to bring back some beers. Beers, plural. I'm. It's it's kind of hot in here, so I'll definitely take a beer. Lex, you cut your. I hair. have to. Well, that's a story. You have. This you is have this set is me good for a delightful right story. No, no, you have actually set me up for a delightful story. I did okay. decide I'm going to cut my hair. I decided I'm going to get a shorter haircut because the curls. I love the curls. I want them back again, but I felt like they needed a reset, and the reset was let me cut my hair short. Uh, so, but it was not this short. This is shorter than the haircut was. Then and this that's is the opposite true. of what hair is supposed to do. It's supposed to get longer. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good point. 
we had some friends over for an old uh, barbecue, a BBQ, a grilling barbecue fest. Like a barbecue for and old people? As you know, we had just redone our deck. And the two grills now, we have two grills. I don't, why we, we have a day grill and a night grill. Uh, but we had two bespoke grills, one right next to the other. And they're too close right now. I've since moved them. I've since corrected the problem. But they were just a little bit too close together. So that when I went to manually light the one... Uh, oh, and it wasn't lighting properly, so I get the torch. It's got a new propane tank, so it's just full of gas and ready to go. And I'm like, well, I can't really get to it because these two grills are just too close to each other. And I'm like, this is probably far back enough from my head as I hit the flame on the torch. It was not. <laughs> so this gigantic fireball consumes my head. And uh, I immediately – I mean I was in shock because it was hot and horrible. Nobody else noticed. My wife was inside getting other food ready. The rest of the guests were out uh, playing with my kids by the swing set. Uh, so nobody sees. So I go inside to Lauren. I said, the first question, do I have any eyebrows left? And she <laughs> says, yes. And I said, but something horrible happened. And she said, yeah, you need to take a shower. Uh, she noticed that something was wrong with my hair. Like she thought that it had a bunch of dirt in it. But no, it wasn't dirt. It was just charred hair from the <laughs> giant hair-based fire that had just occurred. If I hadn't cut my hair on a whim earlier, I think it would have been much worse because there would have been so much more hair to catch on fire. Uh, little Michael Jackson was, thing. It was horrible. It was uh, really also, wild. I had a burn. Yes. Very good. I had a burn. On, that's a me joke. I had a burn <laughs> on my nose. It looked like a sunburn. It was terrible. The whole thing was terrible. I don't know how you got a second haircut because I was going to go on TV the next day to do some th- thing on New York News. Uh, uh, it was horrible. It was hot and it was horrible. That That's the J- tagline for Grills Gone Wild. I, I do want to say Julian Villard, his birthday, same birthday as Jason Snell, editor uh, the the uh, – VP of editorial at Macworld. Well, that's, you know, I guess that's good for Jason, I guess, right? (laughs) Happy birthday to both of you. When was it? It hasn't happened yet. It's coming up. When will it be? It'll be October 6th. Once a year it happens. Same same birthday as Ruben Sierra and Carol Lombard. I don't know who either of those people are. Ruben Sierra used to play for the New York Yankees. Carol Lombard, famous 1920s actress. You, You guys call yourselves cultured. No, we don't. I no. I've never said that. <laughs> You've got the wrong podcast, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Wait, he's he's thinking he's on one of those NPR shows. I think I'm. I, I thought this was here's the thing with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no Ophira Eisenberg up in here. This isn't some cultured NPR shit. Kind of thank God she didn't come today because I mean I I already had my hands full. It took me about 25 minutes to get this thing going. Look, God forbid I had a angry female comic just blurting things at me. Uh, oh, dude! It would have been perfect, though. It would have been just. Jammed. She was. She was going to be. She was. Gonna, well, I don't want to like call her out and say that she did something wrong. It wasn't that like she, she didn't blow us off. No, no, she didn't blow us off. We knew oh, if come. she could make it, she was going to come to Julian's apartment. She too. was. Right. She was she, like, I don't want to be in an apartment with Julian and Dave Whiskus. I think right. is what she concluded. Right. Which, which is, you know, there are, that might I mean, be a wise a, move. It's a smart. It's a smart decision, probably on her part. Not for fear for well-being, just as much as it's kind of warm in here, and after a while, two dudes it might not be the most appealing smell. Yeah, it's, it's, we're def- it's definitely a dude room right now. It's a pretty cool dude room. I just like, can't believe it's just staring at the Julian's apartment first. Well, you were invited, dude, but yeah, like, that's true. you bailed. You, you, I know, said, but I'm just you, had, you had family commitments in New Jersey, whatever that's about. <laughs> I... I've I've literally known you for more than twenty years, and Dave is the first one who Dave who's known you for like five months or something. It gets to your house first. It's crazy. You know, crazy. Yeah. We had dinner in Froyo. We had dinner in Froyo. Now you feel, now you feel really left out. One of the many times that Julian came to Manalpa, New Jersey, he always comes for computer help. But one of the times that he came, I was like, "Hey, Julian's here in New Jersey. We're going to hang out. I'll take him to a fine eating establishment." So we, I take him to Five Guys, and he's never been to a Five Guys, and he's like, "So what healthy, organic, vegetable-based dishes do they have here?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, you're one of these people. Uh, I got nothing." <laughs> I was looking at this weird link online and like five guys french fries is in like the top five of like the most unhealthy things you could possibly eat in terms of a caloric (laughs) intake. Wow. I was thinking that after about that episode of me there. It's like a large five guys fries is like 1600 calories. Jesus Christ. Well, to be fair, a large five guys fries is like 1600 fries. Yeah, they're huge. That's That's it. We we probably didn't get a large. They're pretty. You can split a small at five guys. 
You know, that whole debate about Five Guys versus In-N-Out versus whatever, the one in that whole list that I'd never tried was uh, Shake Shack, and I finally got to try Shake Shack while I was here in New York. Shake Shack wins. Shake Shack also one of those establishments that has the uh, the fancy soda machines where you can mix your own ingredients in the soda. I like oh, those. I didn't do that. The fancy Coca-Cola that. machines. Did you get a shake at the Shake Shack? I did. Well, I was at the Shake Shack. Of course I'm going to get a shake. Did you get a shack? So then don't be a wise ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm the wise ass. The fuck's your problem? I so I got to be like, Chris, I've been in New York for a week and a half. I got to talk like that. I've been yes. blending in. They think people, people just think that I'm a New Yorker. Which I, I, do I take the- to mean that I have an attitude problem that I should look at. It's probably true. Are you, are you doing all the touristy things? Like, did you go to the Empire State Building and the Statue of Liberty? Uh, I didn't do Statue of Liberty. I did the Empire State Building, but I didn't go out of my way to do it. I was just walking back from dinner one night, and it happened to be on the way back from my hotel. <laughs> they keep moving it, so it just sneaks <laughs> up on you. <laughs> well, no, I keep moving the hotel. And so I was like, I was staying in Midtown, but I was out at dinner in uh, Chelsea, so on the walk back, the Empire State Building. And I, it was, I don't know, midnight or something, and I, I look up, and I see an open sign, and I say, ah, fuck it, why not? This seems like as good a time as any to go to the top. I should get this stuff out of the way while I'm a tourist, because once I live here, it's, I can only do that when my mom visits. Isn't the Statue of Liberty technically not in New York? Isn't it actually New Jersey or something like that? No, no, it's part of the Archipelago. Uh, the one of the many islands. Is that how you pronounce that? Of of the the archipelago, 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 archipelago. No, it's archipelago. Um, <laughs> it's part of one of the many islands that surround Manhattan. It's it's. Hold on. <laughs> it's uh. Sorry, allergies. I'm Jewish. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's 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 on uh, Liberty Island, which used to be called. Uh, God, what was it used to be called? I was reading this great book about all this stuff. I'm looking up the sp- the pronunciation of the word. That we were just but this to is pretty interesting because it's. Are you, are you trying to disprove me on the internet right now? No, I, I'm not. There is debate I'm, over I'm whether this is. I'm trying to learn. Maybe I've been saying it wrong all this time. All right, I'm yeah, gonna. There is debate over what state the Statue of Liberty is in. I just want to say it's not as cut, cut and dry as New York or Julian. No, Bernard no, it's 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 considered part of New York City. Hold on, I'm going to prove this shit to you guys. Portions of the island that are above water are part of New York. <laughs> While riparian rights to all of the submerged lands surrounding the statue belong to New Jersey. All right, so can we say we're both right? We're both at least partial credit? I, I will say that. Ju- Julian wasn't listening. I'm showing the, the home viewing audience and Lex <laughs> the book that I have called The Other Islands of New York City. Right there. Okay. Did you hear what I said, though, Julian? Did I, you I don't get care it? because you're, you're wrong. <laughs> it's not All I'm saying of- is... The submerged part of the island is part of New Jersey. That's the thing. What's the submerged part of the island? Wouldn't you like to know? That's for New Jerseyans to know New Yorkers not to, Dick. Um, It used to be called Bedloe's Island. Oh, oh, this thing. Archipelago. It says archipelago. Archipelago? Archipelago is how the internet says to pronounce the word. I just would never pronounce that word. I would dance my way around that word for as long you know, as it took to avoid having to say it. In, in all fairness to Julian, he's having two separate arguments at the same time right now. Yeah, I'm, get, I'm, getting, I'm getting tag-teamed on this. Oh. This is what we do. We, we go into your home, and we tear you the fuck apart, Julian. That's what we're doing here today. What else are you wrong about? But do you realize that there's about at least 20 islands that are like out in, the, in, in Manhattan, in like the sort of inlet that is New York Harbor and... Up, you know, up into the Bronx River, you know, along Island. I'm going to be completely honest. That's I feel like islands. you want me to find this fascinating, and I just could not give less. I've been doing. Right now. I've been doing all this reading on New York lately because you know, it, I mean, not to get professional on you guys, but I'm working on a professional project that involves a lot of New Yorkness, and I've been reading a lot. I'm reading about Robert Moses and about the islands, and it's really interesting stuff, dude. And I think you need to. The I mean, city's founder, John York. John York. Well, John New York, but yeah. Is that where New York comes from? <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, I have to make eye contact with him when I lie about this. Look. D- Dave is holding his pop filter in his hand if you want the behind the scenes. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get da- – Dave has really poor mic technique, I'm realizing. and I'm feeling very yeah. frustrated. As well, you, a, as should, a, you should talk to our uh, sound engineer about my poor mic technique. You, you know what's Wait. frustrating? Because I'm trying to be unprofessional, yet you are bringing out my professionalism right now. Well <laughs> – that's because we're so good at our jobs. You know, I, 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 um, no, but, but New York is, it's, dude, it's, it's really fascinating. And can I be honest with you though? And I'm, I'm deadly serious right now. I 
hate New York. I'm one of those guys. I yeah, we know because you're not here. I told you that's why he wouldn't come tonight. I yeah, told he, you it's because he hates like, New York. Like he he gets off at like the Port Authority and like starts texting me in pure panic. Pure panic. <laughs> I've been what murdered do, seven times already. What, what do I do? There are people everywhere. Where do I go? What, where are the cabs? I need <laughs> Tell me what to do. And it's true. You come. You it. you don't like. You're not a big New York dude. I wish I were, man, because it's so close to me. It's it's only an hour long bus ride away. Uh, but no, I, I hate it. It's yeah, so and this people. was it's so dirty and crowded. I hate it. It was a rare opportunity for you to come into Julian Villard's apartment, and you turned it down. How about Brooklyn? How do you feel about Brooklyn, Lex? I mean, if I was going to be anywhere in New York by choice, it would be Brooklyn. I mean, well, that's you're in Brooklyn. Our friends John Flansburg and Linnell are in Brooklyn. Like, we like Brooklyn. Um, we? Have you ever gone to a, like, I mean, have you ever been on Long Island before? I've been to Long Island. Lauren has family there. Gotcha. What about, like, I have like, visited family there. Have, but, like, what, like, the Bronx or anything? Like, forget about it. Uh, no, the Bronx. My mom grew up in the Bronx. Uh, her, her, she grew up in Riverdale. I visited her family in Riverdale with her, Archie her parents and Riverdale Jughead. eight million times. Yes. Um, K-Pox Street, by the way, K-Pox Street. I'm just going to drop that because that's what I know in Riverdale, K-Pox Street. But I just, I just don't understand how you can hate something as vast and as nuanced and like the, the, this is, you know, what you, you're, you're. There's so much more history here than there is in Jersey. Well, here's the thing. The city that never sleeps. Okay, who gives a shit? I sleep. The Lex sleeps every fucking day. How no, about no, a city no, no, no. that this, sleeps this between 11 p.m. and 6 a.m.? This matters. This is a city that stays up later than I do, and that's impressive. It's impressive, but what do you care? You're asleep you know what when I it's did? awake. Who gives a shit? No, I've, well, it, yeah, by virtue of it's always awake. But I, I got up. I was staying. Uh, don't ever do this. I was staying in Times Square, and it's 1 o'clock in the morning, and I realized hotel I had Hotel or dinner. homeless style? Homeless style. No, I was staying in a hotel. The Paramount. It was kind of a shithole. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was nice. It was just the room was roughly the size of a bed, maybe slightly smaller. By the way, this episode sponsored by the Paramount. Continue. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I was staying in Times Square. I was one in the morning. Realized I hadn't had dinner. I was hungry. I walked outside thinking maybe something will be open. I can grab a bite to eat. That was when I went to Shake Shack. One in the morning, I waited an hour in line for a fucking hamburger. That's ridiculous. Oh. That's not cool. But no it was actually hamburger kind of, is worth an hour wait. But it, well, it was more the New York experience of having to wait for my hamburger. At one in the morning, I was I was on board to do it once, kind of like the Empire State Building. I wanted that's that how I feel about once. sex. <laughs> Clearly, that's not true. I guess there is proof. Well, well, no, we shouldn't. That that get that's getting into a weird place. I'm not going to go there. I do like. Though. I was going to say. I was going to say that there that that you have produced more than one sperm. Right. <laughs> I. <laughs> I do. I, love, I do love this notion. For the that, one, for uh, once, I can see the look on your face when I say these things. Every every person with kids, or at least every pregnant woman, I'm using every in the almost literal sense. They've totally had sex. It's pretty great. What a country! <laughs> How do we get from talking about New York to your sex life? How did this? What? what by what digression? I, last thing I heard, it was like I kind of like tuned out after one a.m. Shake Shack, and now we're talking about you and your sperm. You're reading your book, checking my email. Yeah, oh. get out of your fucking email. Well, I, you know, I need, I need to, this podcast is a once in a lifetime opportunity, except for you twice. <laughs> that he's doing for the second time because I'm doing it the second time. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. So I think here's. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I, no, I'm a, I was just going to say, I think I think I might take Whiskus to the to the foot of the Brooklyn Bridge after we finish this podcast. Oh, that sounds cool. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you, though? The foot of the Brooklyn Bridge? No, I wouldn't know. See, I, I love, when I travel, I love doing, like, the super touristy things, not because they're, like, the thing that you're supposed to do, but because those are the things that stick out in my mind, like the things that I remember from TV and movies. One of the weird things, I played a ton of Grand Theft Auto 4. Which the the city? So you know this place like the back of your hand. No, no, no. But what's weird is walking around the city. I'm recognizing things, or I know where streets are laid out. I know, like from building. Oh, that's where I killed that hooker. Yeah, pretty much. Can can I tell you guys something? I'm going to slice out the recording of you saying that's where I killed that hooker. That's my new ringtone. Excellent. Yes, you may tell us something, Julie. It's just us. It's just us and our 14 live viewers. I know, but 
I'm can on. they? I'm trying to make sure because I feel like I've been ob- ob- taking up too much. Uh, Taking up too much, like video. I want I want people to see Dave, you know, because he's he's you know he's over there. He's and he's a no. It's okay. I'm sweating. Um, I know I'm, I'm probably not allowed to talk about this because I'm under like I signed an NDA, but I'm just going to talk about it now. Well, this isn't going to go up for a while. Okay, good. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> this, this live maybe, show. But do you know how their Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto Five is coming out? Yeah, I do know that. I am in Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh my! No, no shit. Way. Yeah. Are you on the radio? No, I am like a character that you can kill. Oh, I am so nice. going to kill you in GTA Five. I am. I am like a weird, like Hollywood obnoxious director. Oh, I can't I gotta, wait to murder gotta you. Go, we got to find me. I'm in there somewhere. <laughs> I'm in the game. Here's and what I want to know: How much did you get paid for your VO work for the game? Not as much as you, you can, think. It's video games are a flat fee, eight dollars. But no, but I, you are you not comfortable telling us the flat fee, dude? This is not. That's, that would be unprofessional. Yeah, he's right. It's not your day job. It's not your day job. If it's shit, not no, that would be unprofessional. No, he's for. saying he's saying it would be unprofessional to tell you. Oh well, that's perfect. You're in the right place. Um, it's <laughs> actually a, I can tell you because it's a it's like a union regulated thing. I think it's like four hundred sixty dollars. But it's all on a Bennigan's gift card. It's exactly, <laughs> and I spent it the day I got it. <laughs> Here's a true story, by the way, about the the, the live recording of this podcast. Yeah, I'm currently my laptop is plugged in. It's showing the green light, not the I'm charging light. It's at nine percent and dropping. So I'm just, <laughs> I just want you to be warned. Maybe uh, just a jigger talk a about bit. it. Oh, I tried. I unplugged and replugged. Uh, I don't know. There's some serious shit going on with this laptop. Now I do. I'm giving this laptop back to MacWorld, so it will soon not be my problem. Well, it, not but, soon enough. I mean, we've got nine percent. Well, we'll make it work. This I think might, this might be a two-parter. I, I think that it will stay alive <laughs> even after the battery is completely drained because it's still plugged in. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just in case listeners of the show don't know, if they don't read every tweet, they might not know. I, I am leaving Macworld, so starting in two weeks, this show will be all about technology. That's not true. That's, That's not half true. true. People, I am leaving Macworld, though. I thought I think it's funny that people were really concerned about you leaving the show and what are you leaving Macworld and, and what that would mean for the show. Right. And it, Does it that only mean barely cro- going to talk it, about tech now. Yeah, it only barely crossed my mind. And the only my question was, are you still going to be doing ads for the show, right. or would it be somebody and else at the, the company? Matters, yes. Right. So no. nothing changes for me. So really, what I'm saying is, I don't care about your shit unless it affects me directly. I hear you. We no, I think that I can talk about my dying laptop battery though. Because yeah, what are sure. they going to do? Fire me? Nah. <laughs> uh, I think I, 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 it never even occurred to me that we would change anything about the show when you left Macworld. What's crazy to me is just the number of careers I keep hopping through. Because I was an internet guy, and then I was a writer guy, and now I'm an ad sales guy. Does Ooh, that mean man. that you're multi-talented, multifaceted, or does that mean that like, you're a slacker and you can't hold a job? I think it's, it's a little bit of both. It definitely means one of those two things. I know that for me personally, it's a good mixture of the two. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't feel like I have one of, those, one of those resumes where you look at it and you're like, man, this guy can't keep a job. He keeps hopping from job to job. It's like you get passionate about a thing and you got to follow that passion a little bit. And your so, passion is making money. Except your, your passion sort of like ends every 18 months, <laughs> basically, as we can say. He, has, he doesn't have stamina. Yeah, like, you know, usually go, people have like he has no passion long, enduring passions. They like <laughs> lust for it their whole lives and they work to achieve it. You reach sort of like this year and a half um, like mile marker and you're like, you know what? I think it's time to be passionate about something else. The 17 month itch. But let me clarify, though, because when I became a Macworld writer, I had been freelancing for Macworld for several years. I'd been a writer my whole life. Now I was just getting paid full time to do it. I didn't stop doing internet things. I got internet roles at Macworld on the side. I built my internet business, Podlexing. Wait, I thought this was an unprofessional. I thought this was. This sounds pretty pretty professional to me, man. Maybe you don't set the rules over here. All I know is that I'm getting (laughs) tweets from people who follow my professional stuff, asking me about what the hell's going on with your hair. That's what that's, that's what I'm getting tweets about. My hair or your hair. Uh, your hair, specifically your I hair. I have gray hair. This is great Jewish hair. And look That's at true. it and That's love true. it. I would kill for his Jewish he hair. Would, he would kill an, a man. I would also kill for the hair that Lex used to have. <laughs> those those curly Jew waves. I actually don't mind. They're the, coming back. They're coming. No, back. no. I don't. You know, it's a little short right now, but I don't mind it. Like you, you look a lot. Like I feel like you're a lot less greasy when you get it. Like you look <laughs> respectable right now. Like a nice young. Young. Like the anti-you, if you will. 
Exactly. Uh, no, it's it's going to grow back. The curls will grow back, and I think like even in a year it'll be fairly curly again. But uh, it's definitely got shorter than I intended. I I was already starting the grow back process, and then there was the fire, and then it was shorter still. You and should at this point just go full skinhead for a month or two. See how you like it. See, I would love to shave my head. <laughs> I would love it. I just feel like I don't want to deal with sunblocking my scalp. That seems horrible it, to me. It's also like weird. Like I think when you get to that point as a grown man, like okay. And, and I and I may be saying I'm talking from a very privileged position because I don't I don't know if I'm going to encounter a hair loss situation in the near future. But to be honest, like it's creeping back. But that said, like I think when you sh- if you shave your head and you're not like it's not you don't need to shave your head. It's a little like at a, at a grown man. Like look at um Aaron Paul on Breaking Bad. Like it's I, creeping that, back a little bit, but he still looks like if but he, I don't like the shaved head look on him, and it creeps me out. It's just like it's weird. It's uh it's low I, class. It, well, yeah, and I think it's supposed to be for the character. But like, if you well, went, yeah, okay. if Maybe you go clean shaven head and like trimmed facial hair, I think that's a different look than stubble and just shaved your head two weeks ago. Yeah, but but I just think shaving your head, it's like I don't I don't know. It just feels like something I would do when I was sixteen. I was had a heartbroken about a girl. You're 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 like a you are you're we're all developed, you know, men. We have careers. We. We provide. You could grow for, a goatee and shave your head. I think don't that's grow okay. a goatee and shave your head. That's weird. Don't do that. No, that's then. Then you look like you're a porn person. That's the, what they call themselves, porn people. Porn people. Well, hang on. Let me pause the conversation here because this, to me, by my clock, is an excellent time to pause and acknowledge this episode's fine, fine sponsors. And here's it what's felt like about that. felt like we were creeping up on that. We're doing Dave it in line this no time. Idea. Dave has no idea who the sponsors are. Oh, can you write it uh, on a piece of paper and hold it up? So I can see? No. no. I'm sorry. I can't do that. Can you text me? Uh, one of our commenters is suggesting that I should shave my head. Uh, anyway, Dave, you'll do the second sponsor, which will be Smile Software, because you don't need anything for that. Oh, I love that them. sight unseen. I love but them to death. The, fir- the first sponsor, this is, I don't think this is going to be their only time sponsoring a professional. They, uh, they are very keen on podcasts, podcast sponsorships, and they have a very cool product that I'm very excited to tell you about. And I mean that very sincerely. So here I'm we very go. excited to hear about it, and I'm hearing about it for the first time right now, live. Now, <laughs> the biggest frustration with coupon websites is when you get coupon codes that don't work. Now, I am I'm a person who likes to save money, so if I'm going and I'm going to check out at a store that I don't usually use, I'm going to Google and see if I can try to find a coupon for it, a coupon code for that website before I check it out. I've never known you to be and somebody who's frugal and wants to save money on things. It's just how I am. And... When you do that, about 87.9% of the time, you get a coupon code that is totally useless. doesn't do anything. Robot Oatmeal fixes that problem. First of all, the website is called Robot Oatmeal. So let's get that out of the way right Hang on. Right I want you to say that awesome. one more time. I want to make sure that like, there's not a weird stutter on the line and I'm hearing. Are, are you saying Robot Oatmeal? That is exactly what I'm saying. Robot Oatmeal. Holy Here's shit. what they do. That's a great name. They give you up-to-the-minute coupon code usage. They know when the coupon codes were last verified by buyers. Like the buyer used the coupon code, checked out, got the deal. So if you see a code that was reported as being used within the past two minutes, and today I was playing around on the site, I did exactly that. Got a coupon code. I was like, hey, this is from two minutes ago. It was used successfully two minutes ago. You can be pretty freaking sure that the code is valid. So now you don't have to worry about, oh, is this coupon going to work yet? You see exactly when it was used. Now what I want you to do, and this is I absolutely mean this sincerely, to find their website – Google robot oatmeal and you'll find them. Here's the thing. You get the you get the up to the minute codes. It's very easy to search. They've got 5200 electronic online retailers to choose from. And it's not like Bob's Podunk website.com emporium. No. Julian, I don't want you to think that's what it is. That's not what it is. Uh, have you heard of The Gap? Have you heard of Foot Locker, Saks Fifth Avenue? Have you heard of um I don't know Office Depot, the sharper mother bleeping image, Tiger Direct, Buy Dig. They got, if you're a hunter, they got hunting stores. You like cars, they got car stores. You like clothes, they got clothing stores. They've got thousands, literally thousands of, of retailers all participating with Robot Oatmeal, putting in their coupon codes. You can go find them. You verify that they work. You can see that they've worked for other people. You know how recently they've worked. And it's kind of amazing. So Google it. Go right now. Google Robot Oatmeal. Check them out. And uh, if you are you know talking to me? Do you want me to go do it right now? I'm I'm talking to our listeners and to you. Oh well, I but what, well, hang here's on. The thing. If you 
if you have a computer accessible and you go there right now, there's something kind of fun, a fun Easter egg. After you Google Robot Oatmeal and you find the website, kind of a fun Easter egg. You know with Yahoo, I don't know if they still do it, but it used to be you could click the exclamation point in the Yahoo logo and you get the Yahoo thing. You, um, that's exactly how it sounds, by the way. But on Robot Oatmeal, if you click on the uh, little robot that is between the words Don't robot tell and us. Oatmeal, don't tell us what happens. Just the, I don't want to know. Don't spoil it for me. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's kind of amazing. It's stress relieving. It's delightful. I've done it about eight thousand times while I told you about robot oatmeal. So do me that's, this favor. That's it. Do that's, unprofessional that's all I this favor. Google robot oatmeal. Get there. Look at the seriously significant deals they have for tons and tons of websites. You can search for the store name. You can browse. You want to get an Amazon deal? They got Amazon deal. Go. You know, Google robot oatmeal. Check them out. You're going to be very. Very happy because who doesn't like saving money? Even the fabulously wealthy like Julian Villard loves saving money. So uh, Google Robot Oatmeal, check them out, and thanks to them for, for supporting Unprofessional. And also thanks to Smile Software. I mean, I don't even know where to begin talking about how great Smile Software is. They, they sponsor the show regularly, and I, I almost want to do like a greatest hits collection of all the things that I've said about them because they're all true. They make software. You know what? I can't. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pick right now. Text Expander will be the thing that I talk about. Text Expander. They've got Text Expander. Text Expander Touch for the for the iOS. The iOS. Uh, the the whole deal is for for Mac or iOS. You you put in. Lex is making faces at the at the computer. You set up snippets and you put in like a shortcut. It's kind of like autocorrect, where you type a quick thing and it expands out the way text does when it's text expanded into a longer thing. And so I use it for uh, doing support on Vesper. I use it for when I have to talk to Lex on IM or email. Yes, you're very handsome, Lex. <laughs> That's one of his text expander shortcuts. You're gorgeous. I, it, you syncs, know, it's, right? it's, it syncs via iCloud or it does Dropbox. Uh, Dropbox. It, it syncs via Dropbox, and uh, you know they're just great people. I think that even if you don't, even if you already have a copy of one of these things, go buy another one just because they're great people. And we should we should want them to keep making. So stuff. Where do people go if they right? And the thing is, I use Text Expander not just for typing things that I type a whole lot. I um, I uh, I use it also just for words that I frequently misspell or for acronyms. Like if I write BTW, you don't need to see BTW. You deserve, you're a human. You deserve to see by the way. So mine auto expands BTW to by the way. It auto expands like. I don't. I, I use them so often. I don't even know anymore. It auto corrects my T E H to the perfectly. Like, I love. Oh, I should do I, that. I use it daily. I use it constantly. I often type like I capital P capital H O N E for iPhone. Like you just hold that shift key too long. Text expander fixes that for me too. It's great. I have one that uh, is your name that uh, uh, expands out to I'm unsubscribing from this conversation. Uh, and so the place to go to get any Smile Software stuff to learn more about them is smilesoftware.com slash unpro. Smilesoftware.com slash unpro. I've got John Syracuse texting me via our chat room right now saying, I too love Smile Software. I too recommend that all of Unprofessional's listeners go check out all of their software at smilesoftware.com slash unpro. So thank Did you, John. You, we even got John Syracuse throwing in, throwing in saying that the, he's not even getting paid for that. Yeah, no. I mean, I'll cut him a check. I mean, and I'm just going to say, based, I'm not getting, I'm not making any money. I probably should be making some money for this. He's, he's doing the show, and I'm sleeping on his couch. And he's, he's sleeping on my couch tonight. You get a goodie bag. I get a goodie bag. <laughs> Gets a, but a cookie I basket. have to say, even I am interested in what this text expander thing is. So I'm going to go check it out. It's afterwards. pretty badass. And that's not me trying to get a, uh, an endorsement from from Smile Software, but I'm totally open to that too. <laughs> if so, they're yeah. listening, if right they're now, listening right now, he'd be okay with you that. Do want, I would love to talk about your software, but but that said, it does sound this is three people who are very technical saying that it's great, and so I I, I think I should try it out. You, you know what? You might also find useful is the other thing, which is PDF Pen, which you can use to sign PDFs and type things into PDFs. I would totally find that useful because I just love to sign contracts. That's like one of my favorite things to do. Well, you know, you're you're a musician. You got no, all no, things it's, going it's, on. It's, listen, I I I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. Syracuse basically has Smile Software Tourette's in the chat room now. App Camp for Girls, he writes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Gina, she does App Camp for Girls. They're just, that's why I say great people. Even if, even if you don't even own a Mac or a phone, I don't know or a why you'd be listening to this show. 
Maybe or you, how? <laughs> maybe you only own a Windows machine. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck your problem is. But even then, still buy their software because they're just amazing human beings. So smilesoftware.com slash unpro, and you're going to Google for the old robot oatmeal. You're going to check them both out. You're going to love them. You're going to support them. Make sure they know Unprofessional sent you. That's all I'm saying. Now, Julian, now. you're drinking a beer right now as you record this show. Dave's I having think, a beer even though Dave doesn't drink beer. No, we both finished our beers. We I was going to ask for another. Should we get, should I get some yeah, more beer? Yeah, I'm down. You should have done that during the break. But yeah, before you get the beer, before you get it, though, I just want to ask you, how often do you drink a beer? Like, if you're home alone, will you have a beer? Will you have two beers? You, you know, I didn't used to be like that. didn't used to really be my thing. But more and more, I find myself sort of drinking beer. Just drinking beer. Because as you realize, like, life sucks and you've got to do something to dull the pain. When you no. say, well, when you say just drinking a beer, do you mean, like, that's all you're doing? You're sitting at home? And- I mean, like, if I'll just have beer with my food, I'll just, like, I'll be working on a project, you know, I'll be up here in my uh, mad laboratory of music and being like, you know what, I think I'll have <laughs> beer while I... Uh, while I work on this clap solo. I, I can see it. <laughs> I wish your new album was called Mad Laboratory of Music. I, well, it doesn't have a title yet, so it might be. That, that, well, that'd be cool. But also, that's a great description of this room. That, it, 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 it looks pretty goofball from the, uh, the Google Hangout, but I've done a lot to, uh, you know, I could. Can I, can I describe this? Can I describe your setup? Are you cool with that? Please. Is that weird? I'd love to hear this. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that, and I'll get us a beer while you do it. All right, all right. You just yell at me if you object to anything I say. We'll, we'll cut it out later. Don't mention the dildos. <laughs> it's uh it's an entire apartment i mean it's a it's it's a new york apartment but it's, a, it's an apartment that is just a music room there's desks and pianos and keyboards and guitars and microphones and music related software boxes and gizmos and stomp boxes there's like just music shit everywhere this is amazing i i would love to steal this entire room and just take the room with me but the cool thing is it's it's the apartment next to his actual apartment so it's like having a, a whole oh, really? separate. Yeah, it's like having a whole separate office with its own door and keys and all of that. That's like a, so wait, he, he has, has to leave his apartments? front door. Yeah, he has to leave his front door and go to the next door. But still, it, I, it's kind of like living what? above the shop you own. That's kind of how it feels. What? I want to wait, Julian. How you're a struggling you know, musician artist? How are you affording two apartments side by side? Well, they're well, they're studio apartments. It's not like the, there are these massive uh, Manhattan penthouses. It's it's that it's it's a. What, what, what but seriously, doing? the rent on two Brooklyn apartments can't be cheap. Melodica time. Hang on, let me get mine too. <laughs> Can you One of the, the amazing the amazing toys that I have uh, if, here. If we're busting out cool the everywhere, I'm busting out my Melodica too. All right. Hang on. Can you please look up that word on your phone? Because it's not Melodica. It's Melodica. All right. Is this? Am I getting too professional right now? It's melodica and archipelago. I'm Jewish. I can say it however I want. I'm saying it the Hebrew way. If you guys are doing this, I'm going to get a guitar out. (laughs) What the fuck is happening? What key are you in? C. Okay, play play a C chord. Now play an F chord. Whoa. <laughs> oh, Jesus, come on. Use a little bit of dynamics there. Now play an F minor. No, don't, not that one. I'm going to G, man. I'm going G. I'm going G. Okay, G. And back down to C. <laughs> how often can you whip out the you say melodica how often can you whip out the melodica and have the other guy whip out his melodica too this is not a euphemism I'm asking sincerely and genuinely how I, often do you get the double melodica I, action I would love to say that that's the first time that's ever happened but I actually as part of my set used to do a, a dual melodica version of Taxi by Bob James wow so alright oh Jesus put that on I'm just saying. This is... I can't... <laughs> what are we doing right now? I got harmonicas here, we too. We should Let do me the know theme song with those. the melodica. We could totally do the theme song with the melodica. You want to try this? Uh, we can do it in the room. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, we're going to do, do, like, do, we're gonna, we're gonna do like the mid-podcast unprofessed theme song. like Sort of like the interlude. <laughs> right. It's, it's intermission. Here's the, uh, here's the quick version of the theme song. Okay. What key is the theme song in? D. You can't no, but you can't play along. Yeah, because of the lag. Of the, 
I get don't, it. You don't want your plan. Can you hear that? Uh huh. Yeah. sadness of the melodica. So Julian, listen. This is not professional. This is this is like origin story. What uh how did why why are you a musician? How did that happen? How did you start becoming a singer songwriter? Why did you ever think you could become a musician? Um you know, we were actually we were talking about this over um frozen yogurt earlier. (laughs) A de- like a random sort of like... That's not even a joke. We really were discussing, we're discussing this over frozen like yogurt. the nature of artistic bankruptcy over frozen yogurt. Um, nice. Possibly my favorite experience in New York so far. So, um, why did I do it? I don't even know, man. I can't even remember, honestly. But your, your bio used to say that it was because you were fat, and then you got thin, and then you were like... Or you no, know what? You my, fat, bio, you like, my bio never said that, Lex. I never wrote... It Lex I was... No. No, I like you know what? I was an awkward porky kid in high no, school and I had no, no friends. No, so I no, no. You, you then music. you know what? Matt, oh, oh lord of the internet Lex Friedman, go and find me that bio because I'm I on, never I'm I don't think I ever consented to be like, yeah, this looks cool. Let's tell my audience that I was a chubette. I think that's you blending your own like sort of hateful, awful stereotyping and and remembrance of me as as a young uh plump camper. Uh, who who was a uh, uh, you know Plump Camper no. should be the name of your next album by the way Plump Camper <laughs> that's the sounds so, so many kinds of wrong it was ninety seven uh, websites to go of yours and you know I've only been a part of like fifteen of your ninety seven websites so I can't find that bio but I read it on your own website eight hundred websites but ago. by the way Dave like just accomplished something kind of amazing he is <laughs> he took the pop filter and he's hooked it up to the back of the other mic stand it's like kind of incredible I've been trying did. to find a way to get this fastened to something for the last however long we've been doing this and I'm holding it for most of the show finally I'm looking down and I have one of those Tetris moments where I'm like I just see how it all fits together and if I hook it up to the 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 ass end of his mic stand, it goes directly in front of my mic. My mic, it's all good. I, this might be my proudest accomplishment. This could be my best moment um, right here. Anyway, sorry. But yeah, wh- right, origin so I stories. I want to take it back. Julian was never fat. He didn't do it because he was awkward. No, I mean, because he was too thin. This is the second time you you found an opportunity in a podcast to get that piece of information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you want to ram it home for your listeners. I, like basically, the reality is like I have a much cooler life than Lex now. And he can't <laughs> fathom that twenty years ago that this like sort of you know. But the reality is, listen, the cream rises, and when you when you've got a when you've got a real sparkle. In your uh, in your soul, then it, it shines. Um, no, I, I don't know why I started doing music. How many I don't years have you had right now? I, I'm on, I'm halfway done with the second. What, are, what is the new beer? What's the I switched beer? to I, I've I've kept it. I haven't gone into like the pale ales yet. We're just doing light beers. He said I'm on to Corona Light. The Corona still, Light's a real real man's beer. I'm still I'm still drinking Amstel, or Amstel as you Americans say. Um. So yeah, I mean. Three people in the Netherlands are really happy about how I pronounce that. I know. They're, they might even be listening. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I, I definitely know there's someone from Cleveland listening. Hi, or Cleveland. Not even Cleveland. No, someone from like in between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Hi, in between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Um, I just can't believe that it's taken this many episodes for us to get two melodicas on the show at the same time. <laughs> I can't believe we actually did that. I mean, I, what I'm actually more disappointed about is the fact that Dave was not playing my pair of bongos up on the oh, wall. Oh, shit. That would have been cooler. Do you want to do it again? Uh, do another take. Well, let me be. Listen, Dave. We're at the, like the forty-five minute mark. We can just do a little outro. We can do a little bongo jam outro. I think we've got it. We can we're it. we're about the forty-five minute mark. Oh, I know that, what we're gonna do. Hold that on. would be. Hold on, hold on. You guys keep going. I, we're gonna right. we're gonna do a jam. Hold on, but I'm setting this up. So, well, while he's while he's setting it up, I'm gonna say that the part of the thing, the part of our deal on unprofessional, we don't talk about the the guest's day job. 
But but there's some other more subtle rules, like the way we start a show, the way we end a show. But the, the big thing for me, and Lex hears me talk about this all the time, it's a big experiment. This show is an experiment, and I want, I want us to take some chances. I want us to do some weird shit, and that's why we've done some live shows, and we've done some strange things with different types of guests. I won't name any names, Jesse Ventura. But we've, we've, done, we've done some unusual things, and any time we can make the show different from every other episode that came before it, I'm happy. Can I start our jam yet? Or what, no? do, what do you got going on there? What am, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. Just, I'm just going to start the jam. I'm going to get a groove going for us. All right. All right. Hold on. Not really hearing that so well over here. Give it a second. That was the volume on this thing. Wait. That's the tempo button. <laughs> you hearing that? Uh, the Casio beat? I'm hearing the Casio beat. That shit's vibey, right? What the hell do you call that thing? It's the SX-150 Mark II. favorite artist now. <laughs> well, this is just absolutely the weirdest fucking unprofessional that has ever happened. <laughs> I think I was pretty good. 
I think we nailed it. Yep, I'm hit. I'm hitting stop now. <laughs>